Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned into the next installment of the Blues Takeover, featuring up and coming blues artist Ben Levin. Tonight, Ben will be taking over the radio station. Ben will share the songs that inspire him, how he got into music, what he is currently working on, and much, much more. Keep it locked in to hear from new blues artist Ben Levin. Hello, everybody. This is Ben Levin. I'll be your guest DJ for this edition of the Blues Takeover on Buddy Guy Radio.
magic moment when you realized you were good enough to make records? I don't think it was until I recorded my first album in 2017, Ben's Blues, that I realized that that this is something that I could do. Um, Even going into the studio the first day to record, I was very hesitant and, and pretty nervous, but... It's one of those things, once you get locked in and, and get into the groove, you just try to treat it like any other show and and just relax and, and have a good time. I didn't think it 
painted on I'm not asking for a honeymoon Just why'd it have to end so soon having fun Then those feelings came on strong We were just having fun Then those feelings came on strong Soon as I began to love you Is when you said So long It's time to say goodbye All oh, this is it It's time to say goodbye No need to cry, darling I'll see you down the line
got a sweet woman still way down in Tennessee. I'm crazy about my baby. She's the only one. That's a tricky question. I think you could argue that blues at one time did have mass appeal and was very popular. If you look at uh, radio chart history in the in the 40s and the 50s and, and even into the 60s, uh, it's very popular music in our country and, and even around the world, especially in Europe. Um Will it achieve mass appeal again? This is what I would ask, and I think it's possible. I I think anything is is possible. Uh, there seems to be a a growing appreciation for roots music in our country. So it it seems like there are more younger people listening to the folk and country, and you know, therefore blues gets involved in there as well. So. Will it achieve mass appeal again? I'm not sure, but I sure hope so, and it would be uh, an amazing thing.
DJ for this edition of the Blues Take. I'm getting sick and tired of the way you do. Good kind papa got a point on you. Sprinkle goober dust all around your bed. Wake up one of these mornings, find your own self dead. She said you shouldn't say then. I said, what should I say this time, baby? She says, mmm. I don't know my woman I love, she got dimples in her jaw, the clothes she's wearing is made out of the best of clothes, she can dig and wash it, she can hang them upside the wall, she can throw them out the window and run out and catch them a little bit before they fall, sometimes I think you had your habits on, she said you shouldn't say that, I said what should I say to make you mad this time, baby, she said mmm. I don't know my own mind. 
younger man's son to have the many women you got. I looked at my mother then, I didn't even crack a smile. I said, them women killed me, I don't mind dying. The woman I love, I won the week before last. The woman I love, I got out of class. I thought I warned you people a long time ago. If you don't watch your step, I'm gonna have to let you go. Said you shouldn't say that. I said, what should I say this time, baby? She said, mmm, I don't know. legacy of the blues for future generations. I think an important thing to continue the legacy of blues is is education in our schools. I think there's not enough young people in our country who are even aware of of what blues is. Uh so I think if if more young people are exposed to this music more young people will become interested and and therefore help carry on the tradition uh as a young blues musician you know I'm 21 years old I th- I think about this a lot I think it's part of my responsibility to bring people my own age into the blues world you know let them know that this is living music it's not something that you read about in a history book it's going on everywhere so to continue the legacy you know education with young people is key and and for younger blues artists myself is getting folks out there our own age to our shows and and getting them interested
everything gonna be alright. I need to go out and get some sun.
I saw you going down the street the other night, I wasn't going to Wyatt and Ben while I was going. You know I should like to latch on some of that good boogie woogie tonight. You mean some of that fat boogie? That's what I mean. Well, that's what I mean. Well, if you want to hear some boogie, then I know the place. It's just no piano and a knockout bass. The drummer man's got it on eight feet back. Now you remember me talking on baby daddy's slack. Man, it's better than chicken fried and bacon grease. Come along with me, boys, just down the road a piece. If I walk on down the road a piece. Keep going, man, I'm right behind you.
just a knife and a razor too You don't tell her nothing, she'll always tell you She's dynamite She's dynamite She knows what to do and she knows what it's all about Now you can whip it, wop it, or hang it on the wall or Throw it out the window, she'll pitch herself a ball She's dynamite Yeah, she's dynamite favorite performances the first thing that comes to mind is Mardi Gras last year in in 2020 Uh, I think that was the last great gig I had before the pandemic and everything hit and it was at a a local bar and restaurant here in Cincinnati called Brew River Creole Kitchen uh, and they have the music set up in the bar area, and it's not very big. It might hold about 30 people, but we packed them in there, and everybody was was singing along, and we got some folks up dancing, doing the second line, and it was really just a great time. kid I didn't really have a whole lot going on when I was five years old my my parents kind of pushed me into saying basically Ben you've got to do something my older brother he was always really into sports he played baseball and and basketball 
and I was never interested in that. And so basically they pushed me to start taking piano lessons so I could have my own thing going on. And at first they signed me up for lessons with a classically trained piano player who lived in the neighborhood. And so I had lessons there once a week for a couple of months and uh I hated it so much. It uh drove me crazy. I I was just so bored learning those songs and it just wasn't a good fit for me. So I I quit after a couple of months and then my parents found another teacher for me, this young man named Paul. And what I loved about taking lessons with Paul is he would come to my house and we would sit down at the piano and he'd say, what would you like to learn this week, Ben? And that was amazing to me. That's the first time someone asked me what what did I want to work on. So at that time, that was before I got into blues. So we were learning whatever pop songs I was listening to at the radio at that time, a lot of uh, Coldplay and Maroon 5 and stuff like that. And then a few years later, through my dad, Aaron Levin, I got connected with a local blues and boogie-woogie piano player whose name is Ricky Nye. I started taking lessons with Ricky when I was eight years old, and he introduced me to all this great stuff. We started off with the Boogie Woogie greats, Albert Ammons, Pete Johnson, and Mead Lux Lewis. And from there, we got into really deep blues. He told me about Otis Spann and uh, Johnny Johnson and, and another local great whose name was Big Joe Duskin. So over the years, I started to develop my own appreciation for playing piano and, and later for blues, but it all started because my parents pushed me to start taking lessons. Have you ever loved a woman So much you tremble in pain Yes Have you ever loved a woman So much you tremble in pain Oh, my God. 